Welcome to the Ask the Commission podcast, week 16. I'm Isaiah. I'm Dan. Mark. And, okay, before we get into the games, which were crazy last week, uh, just past week, they announced that Henry Cavill wasn't going to be Superman going forward. Now, one of the things that I read, which is crazy, is basically... In the ten years that he, in the ten years that he was cast as Superman, he basically was only in three movies and had one cameo. And not to mention, at least two of those movies, he was he wasn't even in a lot. That and that's their fault, not his, right? No. Well, so I think. Well, the problem is, I think the problem is, they. It goes back to I, I, I told you guys. Superman is the kind of Superman. I think compared to any other superhero, all of them, Superman sells itself. So Superman is supposed to be the highest-grossing single superhero. It's Superman. Everybody knows Superman. You know, you see the S kids. Kids may not even know the know Superman like that, but they see the S. They know the S. Uh, right. Of course. I mean, what is more iconic even than the than the the theme song that? Yeah just the john williams main theme song then of superman like that still gives me chills because it reminds me of so it's so awesome i mean so that awesome. is still like <laughs> and i love john williams i could talk john williams all day long every time i do my spotify rap it's almost always john williams i have a five-year-old we listen to a lot of that and i just listen to his pandora all the time it's amazing the thing so awesome henry cavill it more than any actor that i can think of uh, for really any at least superhero role, to me he is superman he is our superman and i i've said this before i said i just i just said this before we started recording that uh batman i'm okay with bouncing between i like i like the ideas i actually I like that too yeah of course the new batman i like i like the roles that they have i really like that movie henry cavill for them to do that to him and just change it, I think that's just. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's crappy. Well, I don't think. I just don't think he was given enough material to be the Superman that he could be. In the same way, it's like okay, um, George Clooney is in prob is in probably one of the worst Batman movies, <laughs> but I know George Clooney can act. At least I think he can act, right. and I know he can be a better Batman than the material he was given. You know, I mean, I think the person who's most qualified here to talk about Superman would be Mark. Um, I think Mark has um, a Superman um, tattoo. And so it, I, it's not because of my love for DC or Superman. <laughs> I didn't um, know if, that. If either of you have seen the movie Angus. Yes. Um, his, his grandfather makes a point of saying that Superman isn't brave. You know, everyone talks about how great of a superhero he is. Like, he's invincible. Like, no one can touch him. You know, from when he was created, when, like the 20s or 30s until now, like, he is invincible. The only time they've ever killed him is because they needed to jumpstart their comic book sales. So to say that he is, you know, a brave superhero, it's like, no, it's, it's bull. So I have the Superman tattoo as you know, kind of a reminder to, you know, like as, as a human, you know, it's important to be brave. 
Um, I like I like that. But I'm always it's so funny. I'm a superhero. I'm a Superman guy. Um, so and I think I think it is I think it is right. Be, because you're indestructible and stuff because indestructible you can't be brave but one of the things that i think the best super superman stories dive into is the idea that he has to live every day with the guilt that no matter how much he can do he will never feel it's enough it's like while he's stopping people from getting hurt in mexico from a tornado he knows and understands that There'll be people in a car accident in Italy. That I mean, had I, he I, been there, he couldn't do that. I think we can um, all agree Superman's a great guy. You know, like he has, <laughs> he has, he has yeah. like the moral compass that you know points true north. Like yeah, he makes the right decision every single time, and I think that's what he's supposed to be. But well, like, you yeah. know, and and that's great. But I think it's, uh, you know, it's he isn't brave. But he's still a great person, or you know, not even a person like I don't know, Kryptonian. Yeah. Well, I think well, but, it's one of those right. things. It goes back to the whole thing. The idea is, Martian. I think he's. I think. I think if you tell a good Superman story, I think it's it's it all revolves around what does it mean to be human. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I just, before this, I season, don't want them to do another origin. Like, can we just admit that everyone knows who Superman is? Every yes, everyone knows who everyone Batman knows. is. Yes, just get into knows. like get into it. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with if we need to do origins. I'm really okay to leaving that to networks, right? I mean, I really liked Gotham. I thought that was a phenomenal way to introduce Bruce Wayne. I thought that's phenomenal. You know, we've even seen. Um, um a smallville was was great i i think that was even oh, great. like yeah. i think these origins stories for superheroes like if they need to bring it to networks if it's done well is phenomenal i think it's a great way to do it to give even casual fans like oh you know i don't know about bruce wayne i didn't know yeah. he's murdered and he's a he's an orphan and you know whatever um what but- percent of people on the planet don't know that bruce wayne is batman and that his parents were killed you know, check this out. Like the percentage of my... people who are gonna go see that movie, one hundred percent know the whole backstory and know what happened. At what age, I... though, right? Because you have the younger crowd who they care more about TikTok, TikTok, Snapchat, and all that stuff. They might not. But they're they're not gonna go see that movie. But they want them to. They need to get them. It's the same thing that they need. They need the young generation to care about baseball. Yes, right? I know, but they're changing. It's like it's, <laughs> it's you can't you can't force the next generation to kind of love what you love like as a parent to an 11 7 year old like i wish they loved the things i love i put on track and field and they just you know start snoring in the background sure but like (laughs) it's just if i mean just think of like the the things that were popular when our parents were kids yeah like playing with sticks well that is (laughs) is my um my eight-year-old, my eight-year-old niece and my uh, six-year-old nephew—they, um, yeah, they, they know there's a Seahawks show, and they're like, "Hey, you want? I want a Seahawks." And it's like, "Look, look, look, um, you're not gonna like it. No, it's adult. It's not <laughs> at, for at, you." At the end of the day, though, I mean, the way that you do it, if you're smart, is what Disney is starting to do and has done with Star Wars. Right? They're yes. not gonna get my five-year-old to be like, "Hey." Turn on 1977 Star Wars A New Hope 
that's not it. It and and for him, not at his age, Clone Wars, right? So they're like, hey, yeah. guess what we can do? Um, Mandalorian, this thing's got a baby Yoda, it's cute as hell, which is what my kids love yep. the Mandalorian. Yes, yeah, he's a two-minute yeah. clip, and then now all of a sudden they have all these other things and these other spin-offs, and they're doing that's how they do it to bring them into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that they can do with 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 Batman is they need to find a way to make like Gotham again is is an accessible thing. I mean, even look a great a great example right now is Wednesday. Adam's family's been around since well before all of us, you know, yes, absolutely. around. And now it's a new generation. Um, and Wednesday is the hottest thing on Netflix. It it's already outpaced for viewership. Um, Stranger Things season four. It's just absolutely crushing it. And within three days, they renewed it already for another season. And that's how you get that next generation. Same thing comes back to football, right? I mean, you look at it, what's happening in the NFL. Yes, concussions. Yes, they're trying to make it safer, right? Don't make any mistake. That's 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 twofold. That's to not only get it so that we will still be able to watch because we're adults and we understand what these guys are doing to their bodies. But number two, so that if we do have, you know, boys or girls that want to play football at some point, you're going to be like, you know what? They're doing their concerted effort to make it safer. So yes. you know I feel comfortable now, a few years later, that they've made these changes that my kid could ever play this game on any level. You know, never yeah. never mind playing on Sundays or Saturdays or Thursdays or Mondays or <laughs> whatever day the NFL cares to take over. Well, um, that random the best Tuesday thing, during COVID. <laughs> I think the best thing that like Pop Warner League started to do was create flag football leagues for kids. Yep. Teach them the fundamentals. They can play flag. They learn, you know, it's like seven on seven and no one has to, you know, get their head wrung. You know, like, you know, you know, you can teach that type of stuff later when the kids brains have developed just a little bit more to not be mush. Yeah. 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 Playing 11 years uh, in, in the league that I played in, I get so many people on the periphery, not you guys, but so many people on the periphery that ask me all the time, hey, you know, when is he going to play football? When is he going to play football? And half the time I'm like, yeah, he's too young. I don't want to get into it. But for other people, when I have time, I say, yeah, he's never playing football. I don't think you understand the stuff that I've seen, uh, how many people, friends that uh, I've lost um, to, you know, traumatic brain issues and people taking their lives guys i've played with and against that have already done that Uh, it's in the over i'm probably close to two dozen now at this point over the years and i haven't played in six years now and i'm like i don't want to get into that and i don't want to get into exactly what you just said to be like no but flag is good because i want i you know if if he wants to play it flag is good um I, I, I still, I'll stand by. I mean, unless they make inflatable mouthpieces that wrap around their brains and stuff, it's like the, the best way to not get a concussion is not to play football, right? Yeah. yeah, you can get it in volleyball. You can get it in soccer and badminton and track, you, you, whatever. But come on, let's be real. The, like football is not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, I think too, right? I think... um I think if somebody's going to have it, I don't, I'm not, I don't have kids and I'm planning on having kids, but I think I've always had the idea if I was to have a kid and they wanted to play football, it's like, look, if 
you show some true athletic ability, the day you move out and you're not under my roof and you're in college and you want to play such a game, I can't stop you then because you're an adult, essentially. Other than that, no. Yeah, I mean, no way. 18, I can't make those decisions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least, you know, instill in his like, exactly. Chess is awesome. Chess is super competitive. Lego building, Mark, you know, this is great. It's, it's real, it's safe. Yep, those towers can get real high, but hey, everything within, you know, safe. And I think I'm just teaching my kids to be engineers. You know, it's secure future. They're gonna make bank. Make them build better <laughs> football helmets for the guys that are going to. Oh, nice! Well, I think the last, if I can, I think the last ten years have proven that. Um, hey, uh, if we make football less violent, will it still be just as entertaining? Uh, yeah, it will be. Yeah, in some ways, maybe even more entertaining. Well, I mean, I think I think baseball baseball has a has a. A recruitment issue, right? And the recruitment issues is is literally both with fans and also players, right? The numbers for baseball um, and 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 literally are far, far, far lower than they've ever been. Um, but also, I mean, Mark and I, I can't remember. I mean, man, in high school and after high school, I don't know how many times we talked almost daily at points about like the Red Sox and how many games, you know, not how many we would watch every damn game. We would talk yeah. about, you know, I can't believe 0, this 304 every single game. And now it's like, to be honest, even when they're doing great, if I catch five full games a season, that's probably a lot. And I realize I'm older. I have more responsibilities, but I, I used to wherever I was, I'd listen to the game. I I'd keep up with the game on the on my phone. I'll do that with NFL. I'll even sometimes during playoff hockey, I'll even keep up with teams that I'm not even involved in because playoff hockey is awesome. Yeah, I've, I've never. Up. Yeah, well, I think the problem is, I mean, I think I think baseball. I just think the season's too long. I've never been able to follow it because of that. It's just like you have over 160 games. Okay, I'll care when it's playoff time. Well, as as a father of two products of Little League, uh, I think the problem it has is it's boring. Kids, when when they get up to bat, sure, they're engaged, they're ready, like they want to swing, they have a great time. When they're in the field, they're kicking rocks. Like, it's boring. Like, they throw, (laughs) oh, he misses. They throw it back to the pitcher. They got to wait two minutes before. Okay, another pitch. Oh, no, it was a ball. You got to wait again. Watching like, my, watching my. We, we only play these... for an hour, and like, the kids. Yeah, get no, those games like are short. Two or three times, but it just. Yeah. They both promptly retired after one season. They're like, no, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just funny. Watching my eight-year-old niece play um, softball, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one day I felt like I was watching the World Series. She was just on fire. I mean, it was amazing. It was like, whoa, what is this? It was like, what was in your practice this morning? Um, but other than that, kids' sports can be very boring. But baseball, I don't think – So I just don't think baseball has um, – this. I think what's kind of funny is in a way – and maybe it has to other people – 
But for me, just like when I talk about football and the evolution of football and how guys are bigger, faster, and stronger, and you can see it, and and um, you can have four quarterbacks that can make a move like Michael Vick. When Michael Vick did it, he was the only guy that could do it. And I don't necessarily get the same thing when I watch baseball. It doesn't feel any different from watching it from when I was a kid to now. Listen, listen, people like there are people who like slow sports and and baseball has always been a mixture, right? You can have something that's a high scoring game. You never know what's going to happen. Golf is a slow sport, but then there's drama usually on the final day, whatever. There's definitely good shots and whatever leading up to it here and there. But the thing with baseball, the biggest change with baseball is technology. And the, the technology has evolved with the NFL and the NFL, <clears throat> I hate them in so many aspects. They have allowed technology to aid um, to a certain extent. We'll get into that later on as we um, bemoan the Patriots loss and how they didn't use all the technology they had apparently to see that that guy was out of bounds. Keelan Cole was out of bounds. It wasn't a touchdown, but whatever. Um, but like they're putting cameras in the pylons. They're putting cameras. um uh, you know, over the field baseball, they've even talked about eventually getting rid of umpires. Like we don't need to go that far, oh. but, but maybe they have, I don't, it, I don't like, let's be a little smarter. Right. I mean, they, there was one, I think they said um, they did one thing where they did the, 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 the K zone where they did a whole game and there was one umpire this year that hit every for perfect. one game he had yeah. a perfect score for every single ball and strike and that was one out of every single game and they're like that's amazing sure of course there's a little error and that that's what makes baseball beautiful right it's like oh that was on the edge whatever it's just about being consistent if you're going to be off off the corners by two inches for this guy you need to be off for that other guy especially on the other team and keep that consistent and that's why you've never had a problem it's where they use with tv to show the fans how wrong they are consistently you're just like screw this i'm checking out i'm not watching this this is garbage this guy can't even do his own job he's worse than a meteorologist he's wrong over half the time I think every time a referee is wrong in baseball, there's another seven minutes before something happens. So you're thinking about it. In football, there's a flag. Oh, crap. But they instantaneously, okay, you got 10 more seconds and then there's something else. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, basketball, hockey, uh, um, just there's constant action. People are always moving. Like uh, the World Cup. I don't know if you guys watched it. I watched as many games as I could, you know, just rooted for teams and players i've never heard of before. Yeah, that's i mean i've heard of the teams i heard of the teams because i know of geography right but the players, heard of, right? Other, yes. other than like three or four like messi and mbappe yeah and, i was so happy that he finally got um, one goodness gracious you know and um you know it was great like the the finals the finals match like it was tied you know they had the 90 minutes they had the stoppage time and then like, okay, here's the deal. Two 15-minute sudden deaths, you know. And what I like about soccer is they play the full 15. Right. They don't be like, okay, first person to score, it's over. It's right. like, no, no, no. So like 14 minutes into the 15, you know, uh, 
a team Argentina scores. And then, but they have more stoppage time. Right. And then it allows the other team to tie it up. Yeah. So, you know, France scores the equalizer. So go, okay, here we go. Second, second. Like that, that's a product that knows how to keep people captivated. I, and, 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 and you're absolutely right. I, like, who, who knew Croatia was a country? I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what it literally puts it on the map, right? I mean, we, we know Croatia is a country, but like some people might not know where it is. And so that's the beauty of World Cup is like, it's not even just the games. It brings you into them. Like you said, like, okay, like you're rooting for the, some of these smaller countries. Like this is, you know, this is what they have, right? This is why I love the Olympics. It's, it's like yeah, winter, it's summer. Yes. Summer, I don't right? care. Yes. Like I want to see athleticism at its best. Yep. And if you don't have yeah. a, a horse in the race, you want the smallest country. That's I know. You're always rooting for the smallest country. And, and they got like, you know, they, they literally were given their first pair of Nikes at, you know, Olympic stadium, you know, and, and you want to see them do awesome. Let's World go Albania. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. And that's exactly right. They look at it and they go, okay, are there any tweaks that we need to make? And then they do it. And baseball, like I said, they have a huge it's America's problem. pastime. It, it, right. And, and it they keep it like that. They're like, these are the traditions. The, right. Our big thing about baseball is traditions. We're going to keep their traditions. Yep. And that's like, that's great. But, you know, the majority of people in this country are not looking at traditions. They want things to move forward. Baseball needs to move forward. If it needs, if it wants to survive, you know, it, it needs, it needs to get rid of the umpires. It needs to do the automated. It needs to have like quick, no more like stalling, no more, no more David Ortiz taking 37 minutes in between pitches to adjust their gloves, their hats, their whatever. Or pitchers like, no, that get in there minutes go. to throw a first pitch. Right. I mean, they warm up and then they just, nope, they nod, nod, nope, nope. You know, and they cut down the, you know, walking up to the mound. I I could make three changes in baseball and make it on par with the NFL. And I, I've thought of this for a very long time. Number one, you grade each umpire and you hold them accountable. And if they're not, guess what? There's another one. You don't need to fire them all, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, this is how we're going to do it. If you need help, then guess what? You're going to retire Joe West. Okay. Number two, that's number one. Okay. Number two, you're absolutely right. There's time limits and, and, and it's got to be a reasonable. I don't care if there's a clock in the damn stadium, but number three, guess what? Everyone juices. I don't care. If you want us to do steroids, you go for it. We're not going to test. We're not going to talk to anyone about it. You can, We'll test for illegal substances, the bad, hard drugs. We're not going to test for anabolics or any of that stuff that gives an even playing field. And guess what? The pastime, the pastime that everyone cares about, okay, You'll put Barry Bonds in the in in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to be in there. He was playing up against Roger Clemens, who was juiced up too. He was throwing. Oh, you know, yeah, yo, you thing. know what's funny? I I'm a, I'm particular with the um with the steroid era and everything. Um, I think there needs to be an asterisk. I say let him in, sure. but let it be known. Like, listen, Barry, Roger, we'll let you in, McGuire. but you need to like under like, you know, you won't go like under. You know, we won't. We won't like put press criminal charges or whatever. Like we'll have a deal with the government, like admit to it. We'll let you in under, you know, a category because you have guys like five, 11 and a half, 170 pound Pedro Martinez who destroyed those guys. 
without juicing. Right. You know, just how good would he yep. have been if he had played against people who weren't juicing? How many more perfect, like how many sure. perfect games? How many no hitters would he have had? Yeah. How many more strikeouts would he have had if people weren't juicing in that era? Yeah. How many I mean, more wins? How like how how high on the stat sheet would he have become if he wasn't pitching against juiced up lineups? Look at all look at all the names like the Yankees of the nineties. Look at all the names that came out with the with the Balco investigation. I mean, oh look wow, there was a lot of names in there. So many names in the in that in that Balco investigation, and they had I. I, I they they that could have gone on and on and on. Jambi, that I mean, come on, Bill Romanowski was even in there, but we all already knew him. The guy was crazy, anyways. Is he even still alive? Anyways, yeah, he it, is. It's Romo. So many, <laughs> it, it's so many guys. They had um, they had Roger Clemens. They had Andy Pettit. I think was caught taking PEDs or whatever. And a lot of times, the PEDs that they're catching these guys with. It's usually stuff to get them healed up after they have an injury to come back so that yeah. they can play the game. I think whether, yes, whether yes. everyone everyone forgets about Andy Pettit. Like he he popped and he's like, listen, I, I injured my arm. I had Tommy John, whatever the injury yep. was. He's like, yep. I did this stuff so I could get back quicker. It's like, thank you. Finally, an honest answer. People say God about it, and that's why I think, and that's why I think Barry Bonds hurt himself. That's that why he, Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame. Pete, Pete, Everyone knows he did it. Pete Rose don't keep denying yeah. it. No, well, it, it, Pete, Pete Rose has admitted what he's admitted. And he's he said he has, and they still won't let him in. And he's well, like, that was, after, the problem that was is, after decades of denying. Yes. It, it was after like, like 20 years, and he wrote a book. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's like, what is it? If I'm not mistaken, the, the original um commissioner that didn't let him in basically was like. Everybody after him, he didn't want them to let him in the uh, Hall of Fame either. I think Pete Rose is, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I actually think, I think his betting against, I think his betting against his own team and things of that nature hurt, the, and you're the coach, hurt the integrity of the game more than anything. Like the Calvin, like the Calvin Ridley betting on his team to beat the Jags. Yeah, no big deal. But you're the coach and you bet against your team. You with these dudes, you're supposed yeah. to coast them up to Pete beat these Rose. other dudes. I don't care. Pete Rose is the hit king. He should be in the Hall of Fame. This is not the character Hall of Fame. No, yo, you're 100 percent right. Same his problem is for the NFL. It, it doesn't matter. Yes, but his problem is he didn't get in. He they didn't vote him in before before this stuff came out. For instance, the OJ Simpson thing. O.J. Simpson wouldn't be in the NFL Hall of Fame if his thing had happened after after he got voted in. They'd pull him out then. They wouldn't pull him out. They just wouldn't mention him. <laughs> you know what I mean? O.J. Simpson. Is- he, if, he was, he, if, if he was convicted of murdering Nicole Brown Simpson and uh, um, Goldman, okay? If yeah. he was convicted, they'd still keep him in there. That's the NFL because they don't care. Well, because you're already in. But so if he what? Got, but if so he, Reggie but, Bush, but, Reggie Bush had the Heisman. They took it away from him. Like, no, bro, yeah. you didn't win. What? Because they were, yeah, because they also remember Reggie Bush was also, running over motherfuckers. Are yeah, and Reggie yeah, Bush. And that, I, I, I could have, I could have dementia and remember that <laughs> season that he had. Okay? Incredible. And I will remember till the day I die how good Reggie Bush was. And they're like, no, nope. in college. 
It's right. It's I the, can't remember a single year like that he had in the NFL. I can't he was remember. Great in college. Yeah, there so, were a bunch on. of guys who were great remember, in college. I remember he, one game, Reggie Bush. But he had, a, he had a decent enough career. I mean, he's got a he earned a Super Bowl ring. He had a long career. Good. He had a long yes. career. Long. long. Like, there are a lot of players who have long careers, like Sammy Watkins, just got released by the Packers, went back to the Ravens. This is like, so he was back there. I think that was like, if you can, fifth team in however many years. Like he was with the Ravens last year. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Watkins. Bay, then he went back to. But, but but how many but how many seasons has Sammy Watkins good seasons finished? did he have? Yeah. Um. Honestly, probably one. One or one or one and a half. Yeah. Like yeah. flashes, and that's great. Yeah. But again, yeah. like, a lot again, of people can have a long career. Wouldn't necessarily say they're great. My problem with the Pete Rose thing is the same thing that I have a problem with the Lance Armstrong thing. Okay, he, he it's 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 guess what? Lance won those. Yeah, right? for, yeah. okay? he so, won those against other cyclists who were also doping. And, and and look, the French was doing it away from him because the French are terrible as a country. They're number two behind Argentina. Okay, <laughs> they're terrible, and they knew that he beat them so badly in their sport and they had no proof they had no proof and it's like guess what bro you couldn't hand it over to anyone because every single year not even just the runner-up but every year the top 10 every single person popped on something in that season every single person because there's rampant doping in cycling and that's yeah. why it's like, no, we can't, we're not going to, so they're just going to leave him vacant. That's why I'll never visit Cooperstown. This comes full circle. This is why baseball's dying. If you're not going to have the hit king, Pete Rose, with 4,256 hits in the Hall of Fame, I'm not going to visit your shitty Hall of Fame. Well, I I'm think not. the problem, so, so, well, one of the so, biggest problems so with When the, I ask with... you this, Mark, who's, who's, who's the hit king in baseball? If you don't say Pete Rose, who's number two? You don't fucking know. Hey, I'm no, about to say, no, I don't know who number two. Huh? He can he can be the hit king. Everyone knows right. he's like everyone who follows baseball knows he has the most hits in all of baseball. I really don't like personally. I'm I've never been to any Hall of Fame to any professional sport. I probably never will. It doesn't to me. It's not something that I really care about. To me, it's something like the league does for its players and itself to kind of like. I don't know, like if they generate revenue, like people coming to visit, paying four dollars for an admission ticket. I mean, it's, it's just like great, I mean, great. Just, all these we're looking at all these great people from the past, and then they're in this I building. Mean, a, you can have pictures of them. Like it's, it's like a sports museum. Care. But how often do you go to museums? Well, the, I like look, going to museums to see like cool stuff, like the Museum look, of Science in Boston. Yeah, or the, Aquarium, or the Air like, and Space I Museum like in DC. That's nice stuff like that. But like going to a museum where I've it shows players that I saw what they did. And like, I've already seen that. Like, it's a bit different. I don't go back in the Netflix and rewatch things I've already watched. You'd feel different like, if you went to the Patriots Hall of Fame. It's very, 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 very cool. Because you know why? <laughs> it's history that you lived through and you enjoyed. And you see, you can you can get so close to that. I understand as a whole, like, fuck baseball. Like, if you went, if they had a Red Sox Hall of Fame, you know, we'd go. We that That's different. But you're right. The sport as a whole, you better make it damn attractive for me to go there. But Number two, let's come back to it. Pete Rose behind him is Ty Cobb. This man should have been in prison for what he did, okay? Everybody says that. Everybody says that. They didn't pull him out. 
Number three Yo. is Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron's almost 500 hits behind and behind Pete Rose. That's why I will never visit that shitty Hall of Fame. I don't care <laughs> until Pete Rose is in there. I will Yo. die on that hill. Yo, he ain't never getting Shitty manager should never be even close to it. Shouldn't even be speaking. Shouldn't get TED Talks. Not even the, the, the generic <laughs> TED Talks. Shouldn't even come to high school to talk to them about anything. Not maybe even talks. about gambling anonymous, maybe. That's it. But <laughs> but he should he should be there. He should be there with the with an asterisk the size of his bust. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, uh... Yeah, I mean it is pretty funny. Um all all Hall of Fames are pretty funny. The NBA Hall of Fame, um everybody basically it's not the NBA. If people if people knew your it's name, not, not the you, NBA. No, if people knew your name in the NBA, you probably got in the Hall of Fame. No, it's the basketball. The NFL Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, the basketball Hall of Fame. Generic. Right. It's just, th- th- yes. that to me is almost as bad as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Tupac being in there just because they're just like, shit, we don't have another music. It, it really of should fame. be the music hall of it fame. It should be, that's yeah. Correct. And that's that's right. NWA. NWA yes. is not rock and roll. Right. They're enshrined. Right. There are yes. a lot of people in like Dolly Parton was enshrined. Yes. Right. Sorry, it like, should be the Dolly's it should just great, be the, the music hall of fame. Treasure. She is right. not rock and roll. Is it right. John Denver just, in there? Probably. Probably. It's John Denver. It's, it, 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 we should. This should be another episode where we go through the the rock and roll hall <laughs> and just list yeah. all the acts that aren't have, don't even have anything to do with rock and roll. We could go through a whole series on like like each episode is a different hall of fame and talk to a lot of people who should be in and talk about people who are in who shouldn't be. Oh, I like that. That sounds like, like I don't season. Definitely. I don't want to sound pretentious, but I just looked up the definition of fame. And it's the state of being known or talked about by many people, especially on account of notable achievements. So there's nothing about like moral grounds or being a nice guy. So Ty Cobb's in there. Pete Rose should be in there. But make it known. Like, hey, most hits as a player. When he was a manager... He was a piece of shit. Right. Don't even put his managerial record there if you don't. I don't care. Well, one of the fun, well, one of they the don't say things. Lawrence Taylor, uh, defensive MVP, um, loved cocaine. Loved yeah, well, one of the, well, what? one of the things that's funny about that too is that he um with Pete, you would have thought that Pete Rose would have already been in the Hall of Fame by the time he got in trouble for the gambling thing, anyway, right? Isn't that kind of funny? He should have already yeah. been in the Hall of Fame as a player by then. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that waiting period is. I don't know what was common then. I don't know what was first ballot type meant. Again, baseball, this this and we can come we can talk a whole thing about the baseball and how they get into the Hall of Fame. Number 1, they're they're baseball writers and the way that you get it is you earn um, the ability to okay not a single one of these baseball writers or these journalists have ever played the game of baseball and some of these hold on to this um thing having not written in anyone for the hall of fame in years many years which they should forfeit their ability number two they will they will vote against a guy say a Derek jeter if they're a boston um journalist 
if Derek Jeter, uh, you wow, know, that's crazy. Hall of Fame, and they'll just be like, nope, I'll I'll give him a second overall Hall of Fame. They'll, wow. they'll just put him put him in the, in the two when you know he's a lock and he should be because they're petty assholes. Okay, that's not the way that it should be, and it shouldn't be. No, that should, it shouldn't be like that. There should be a, a much better. It should it should be a third, a third, and a third. Okay, you have a third of the fans, you have a third of the writers, and you have a third of your peers, whether it's people that are in your. I like that. I like that. Game, or even thir- a third of your active players. I'm f- I'm fine with that. A third, you you find a way to really make that happen. You know, um, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Writers, writers, retirees, and active players, fans can just be. Uh, you suggest people, and then they'll the other people will vote on them. Um, it's just it's just it's just a stupid way to get in there. You know, you know who's not in the Hall of Fame baseball who should be. Um, again, like you're probably gonna, you might oh. not get the reference. Doc Ellis, Doc Ellis is a pitcher, yeah, and for the the Pirates in 1970, he pitched a no hitter on LSD. That that that's instant he, Hall of Fame. This he was be- hanging out, you know. He took LSD two or three times, and then his girlfriend's like, "Oh yeah, aren't you supposed to pitch tonight?" He's like, oh no! So he goes and pitches a no hitter. That's like uh, that guy should be in the Hall of Fame. That's like David Wells, didn't he pitch a no? That's incredible. Like, like there was one year man. there was an Olympian, an Olympic snowboarder whose medal got taken away because he tested positive for marijuana. Yep. Like if you are smoking and you win a gold medal, here's another gold medal. Exactly. I thought I thought I heard that David Wells in '98 when he pitched his perfect game for the Yankees, he was completely hungover. Yeah, still or hungover he, from the or like, was, or, or, or possibly still drunk from the beginning, like the first couple innings. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, like again, give him two perfect games for that. I mean, no. you know, and and then when you get into it, and you know, Hall of Fame. Let's talk about it for you know. We'll we'll keep going down this, but. He is someone that you wouldn't uh, – someone who's not a Boston fan w- would think that, okay, well, Jason Veritek shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Jason Veritek put up a lot of numbers. One of the most impressive. He caught four no-hitters. Four no-hitters. The how, many one. One, how many one-hitters did he kit, catch? He, he – okay. He had four There was one that's shilling. Schilling was so mad because he shook off Veritek. Yep. And threw a pitch, and it was the first hit of the game, like in the ninth inning. You know, if he had just listened to Veritek, he he probably would have got another no-hitter. Jason Veritek caught seven, seven one-hitters. He called four no-hitters, and he caught seven one-hitters. Seven. The highlight of his career is smacking A Rod in the face. He should have. He should have. He deserved it. Did uh, you know? I mean, Ver- Veritek it, it still has that record. Um, I think there are a lot of players across sports who are phenomenal team guys who take the team to the next level who make the the sum you know the the whole greater than the sum of its parts sure. 
and will never get into the Hall of Fame because their individual stats don't reflect what they actually did. Yep. And that's okay because that those those guys belong in their team. Yeah. And like, well, yeah. like the Kevin Millars of the world. Yeah, of course. Who are like, oh, they they can't let Eric us win Lowe. one. You know, cowboy up. I remember Eric in Lowe. Boston, you couldn't go anywhere in 2004 without hearing some drunk pink hat yell about cowboy up. And Yankees suck. Because someone had it on a shirt outside, um, right, right outside the, uh, the the T, right, right outside. That's it on Lansdowne. Someone had <laughs> had a shirt that said Yankees suck. The Yankees weren't even in town. I don't think when that originated. And then the, the 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 Yankees were not even in town when that chant went through Fenway for the first time. Wow! And, it probably but, went through Fenway in a game that that Wakefield was pitching, and they were losing like eight to one. That we were so at. Everyone was bored, and they're like, "Oh, what can we do?" Oh, Yankees suck. Well, and again, that goes. That brings me back. I have so many pictures of you and I at Sox games, you know. And I'm like, I have. We have ten times as many now Pats games pictures, and those are a lot harder to go to. And you know, there's a lot fewer of those than there are for Sox games, and they. That's just it. I mean, they, they've they've made it. They've made a ticket at Fenway. That's another part of that for baseball. They've made that almost, you know, uh, the same price to go to Gillette. People would much rather go to a Pats game. I think with the Red Sox for such a long time, they came so close and just lost, like in historic fashion for years, like generations of people missed out on the Red Sox winning anything. My my dad was born in 1944. He was 60 the first time the Red Sox won the World Series. <laughs> he cried Crazy. tears of joy yeah. when Crazy. they won. Like he's like, I never thought in my lifetime that would happen. Since it's 04, crazy. they won in 07. They won in 2013. They won in 2018. I I the the Boston culture of being you know the championship city of everyone wins it has made everyone spoiled. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. The last, the last dozen city. times we've gone to Fenway, like I haven't been to Fenway in like five years because I still it, haven't been. No there. one goes to watch the game anymore. It's no. everyone shows up so they can take a picture of themselves and post it on social media because that's what people do. Like, oh, who won the game? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, I always point the same thing out when I go to Pats games. I always pick out the fans and, and, and you know, it's always it's always women, uh, and, you know, and I'm not being sexist or anything. It's always women. Right. The guys you it's it's funny. I always point them down because they're standing room only down below us. And there's always, uh, you know, a girlfriend or 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 a date or a wife or whatever. And they're talking to their girl, their other girlfriend or their girl, you know, whatever their friend. And they're never watching the game. And there was a pair of them that I watched. The whole the whole game. It was one. I can't remember what game it was. It was awesome. They didn't look at the field once. That was a Detroit game. I've, we were at the I've Detroit seen, game. I, I, I seen, pointed out every I've seen game. Equal I amount of frat bros do the same sort of thing. Like no, absolutely. Well, because boys, like the boys the who yeah. are in, you know, they're going to college in Boston. They're from yep. out of state. They show up because it's a thing to do. It's a social. You just get social, drunk man. in the bleachers. 
idiots. Yep. They just act like idiots. Yep. But but Patriots, and it's funny because the they have a different way to do that. You're right. It's always the frat bros there. It's always, and also the, the you know, the college kids, you know, guys and girls want to get as drunk as they, they can because the price of beer, I don't know why. Maybe they get discounted prices. I don't know. They, they no, they, they they get they pregame before they get in so they're drunk by the time they walk into the stadium already and to be fair they're also getting college rate tickets my sister used to get socks tickets for like 12 bucks right so they're yeah, paying 12 more bucks accessible where we're paying like 52 bucks to sit in the same seat so they can get four beers for the price of whatever our ticket was okay the Pats games are different. It's blue collar, whatever. Again, you do have the majority are, are fans are, are, are men, but then you do have the people who are, they're not engaged. They're not paying attention and whatever. Amazing things are happening in front of them. I saw the same thing happen for when Brady came back, right? People just want to be seen. And no matter what the weather is, whenever it's cold as hell, like it's going to be this weekend in Fox, bro, um, you always have people that just want to be seen. So they're not dressing for the weather. And again, I'm an old, I'm an old man and I'm a dad. So I'm always like, do you have hand warmers? Do you have foot warmers? Hey, I got an extra pair of gloves. Do you get an extra scarf? Cause I got, yeah, I got, I got two extra hats. Do you have enough? Do you have enough layers? And if you're coming with me, I always try to bring as much extra stuff as I can. Cause I know, okay. These people, I would never get out of the car out of the parking lot with any of these people. I'd be like, I'm not going to leave the game. If you are going to be cold, just die in your seat quietly and don't say anything, okay? Because I'm not leaving. I don't care. I, I don't know whether it's my old age, but like I was a Boy Scout. I was a Marine. I'm prepared for most situations. Going into sporting events now and just seeing how other people, like other adults handle themselves terrifies me. It just like oh, people are people are crazy. It's the same thing in winter, man. We live in New England. It's the same people in winter. People that I that I see in parking lots, they don't look in middle of February and you don't have a scraper, like an ice scraper. You don't. Sure, we've all had it. They break sometimes. Maybe it caught you, but like you look like a person who's number one not dressed to be outside in this damn blizzard. Your scraper's not there. All of a sudden, I refuse to believe that you just left all your clothes and your scraper at home. Okay. <laughs> no, whenever I see somebody in shorts, I'm like, I'm like, yo, are you trying to, are you trying to win a contest? What's going on? Like, look, you, you know, how, you know how and satellite phones in your car in the winter in New England, but like, look like you give a shit about yourself, right? Cause I'm not going to care too much if you need that help and you don't care if you don't care, why should I? Right. Um, you know, and that that even that even comes to to the game this weekend. The Pats the hosting Cincinnati after a brutal brutal loss. I can't even really discuss because it's disgusting. Um, and you know, uh, Steve uh, is going to the game. Um, he hopefully he doesn't listen to this. I'm going to tell him not to listen to this in case his son listens to because they're going to their first game, which I'm very excited <laughs> to, to go to. Um, so, yeah, so they're going to go to the game. And I told him, I'm like, man, bundle up. And he's like, oh, I saw the weather. It's 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 going to be a cold one. Um, I can't say right now if that's going to favor the Pats. I, I don't know. I, looking at the football gods, I don't think anything's favoring the Pats. I don't I don't No, No, I um, oddly it's enough, season at this point, it's, oddly it's, enough, my oddly enough, I am picking them to win this game. I mean, I'm in an upset. I um. 
I can't pick against them. I just want Burrow to have a good game because of my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think something. I think Bill is going to coach a good game, and it's going to be close, and they're going to. I speak it out by by three, and it's going to be like twenty three to twenty. That's what I think. We'll see. I don't see. I don't see them. I think. I don't pick against the Pats. I don't. See, I think it's going to be close, and I think if they win, it's going to be on a Marcus. I think it's going to be a Marcus Jones like return for a touchdown type thing. I think that something's going to happen. Um, again, it's going to be cold as hell. It's going to be like. 20 degrees a kickoff and then i'm not saying that that favors them more than cincinnati it's cold in the midwest too but uh, you know the way that they lost um i'm still in denial over it i think you know i like i'm not going to beat up ramondre or jacoby or even mac for not making the tackle i think that was i think all of them were just trying to do what they could to win uh i just think they all did too much they didn't need to i i, I still firmly believe the NFL cares about TV ad revenue. They want another overtime game. And when they saw that Keelan Cole toe tap in the end zone, they're like, nope, he was in. Bullshit. Everyone at home saw that he was not in. Every single person saw that his foot was out from both angles. You guys took five minutes to make that call. As much as I hated they that wanted call, it. as much as I hated that call, and I hated it, I was at least glad that if they were going to not reverse it because they said it's inconclusive, they stuck with that. What I hate is when they can say something's debatable and reverse it after already saying they'll, the rule is to stick with whatever was originally called on the field. Sure, now, I that know. play, now what sucks is that play wasn't the reason why they freaking lost that game. Like, it it, that it, next next play is fourth and ten, and they're not. You know, who knows if they convert? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But the whole set of events happens differently, right? They don't score, which means maybe they maybe they barely get a first down, not a touchdown, and then they eke out more clock, 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 or whatever. You never know what happens. It's you know. I mean, I don't know why. Um, the weirdest thing is when Ramondre looks back and throws that in laterals. It was the thing that I think that made it the strangest to me was it was almost as if they had never been in the huddle <laughs> or on the sideline and coach said, look, we're going to take this game to overtime. Just kneel. I, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just almost like this has never been spoken before. Yeah, so I would I just play hero ball. Well, and again, Ramondre blames himself because he said, if I didn't pitch it, Jacoby wouldn't have pitched it. Which no, I, 100%. Well, 100%. I don't, I, and the, the person I blame the absolute least is Mac Jones. Mac Jones got trucked by Chandler Jones, who I someone said they thought Jacoby didn't even see him because he was standing on the Raiders symbol in the middle of the field and they didn't see him. Like he was camouflaged. No, I which, don't think. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> But also, Jacoby, this is my question, and I'm not going to beat him up. I love the kid, whatever. It is what it is. But my question to this is anyone. Ramondre, why are you pitching it back? What do you think? you think he's going to eke it up and, and win? Did, did he have a win? Okay, maybe he thinks that. But what was Jacoby thinking? Did you think that Mac Jones is going to be fleet of foot and run 60 yards past the entire defense? And uh, maybe well, everyone missed? <laughs> well, I think the... 
what I get gathered from that, I think the situation is you're just reacting to the yes, play. That's it. And so the problem is when Ramondre throws him the ball, he's just reacting to it of to make course. another play. He didn't even he didn't even give himself time to think. If the Mac- craziest thing is, what the hell was Ramondre thinking? I, I don't know. I don't. If Mac if Mac tackles Chandler, he's a god. No one's tackling. Oh my Chandler goodness! Chandler Jones is one of the most athletic out of his family. You know, oh my between, his, between his two brothers, he's amazing. As bad as that one play was, like there was just one play. Indianapolis Colts had 33 points worth of bad plays in that second half against Minnesota. Like that's the true. Patriots, yeah. Like that one play shouldn't have happened. Like kneel on the ball, play for overtime. Yep. See what happens. Like you, you're not getting a touchdown. You're not getting close. Just but Indianapolis, the fact that like 33 points. I think like, the weirdest even, thing, even if you like just run the ball, like put the sh- put right. the, the play clock down to one 30. second every time and just right. run a draw up the middle, like they can go three and out and punt. Like if you were to draw down the play clock down to one, then by 33 points, they think five touchdowns. So that gives you five possessions as well. Like you should be able to run the clock down at least well, a well, little bit. You're right. Well, that's, that well, that's why you. Well, that's why you have to blame. It's yeah. that is a total loss on the Saturday and the coaches because the problem is in coach. order for you to lose a game like that, you literally have to have not only everything has to go against you, but you have to make decisions that also go against you. And it's and it's the it's the craziest thing. It was it's like it's like it, the reason why that's the reason why there's never been another regular season comeback like that because it's that improbable. I think so many things went wrong for Minnesota in the first yep. half. Uh, everything, and then in the second half, Indianapolis plays like they normally do, and the Minnesota plays like they normally do, and they had a normal half of football. And that's just how many points they put up on a normal half of football. Right. Right. And that's why, you know, every game I've ever played in the way, the same way that I do it, it's always hard. But if you can keep focus and you can keep guys in it, no matter how bad a half of football is, your first half of football, if one team can score 33, the other team can score 33 in the second half too. Well, so the problem is, right, but it's also one of those situations, it's not as if, Minnesota, I think one of the things that gets lost, it's not as if Minnesota is the greatest show on turf. You know what I mean? It's, you know, so it's not like, it's not like they, they just dominate on offense every game they play in that way. I mean, they That's have, a, they have, they have a top three receiver. Yes. They 100%. have a top three running back. Cook. They have a, they have a better than serviceable quarterback. <laughs> Their like defense has been coming up with timely interceptions and picks. Like I think their defense is garbage, but whenever they need an interception or a sack, they get it yes. every single time. Yeah. They no, they, they, I mean, they have, they have decent complimentary uh, other receivers. Osborne's uh, I thought, you know, I, thought, of course, Taylor. It, it kind of reminds me of the, like the Oh, three Oh four Patriots. Yeah. You know, like they had, they, they come up with timely turnovers they you look at them on paper and you're like, no, this team sucks. 
There's been no but break defense. Keep on winning. Yeah. But they, you know, it's so funny though. I think it is. Uh, it is so crazy looking at that Colts game because, like, even even in the second half, when the second half started, it's like you guys, you can't you can't lose this game. Like you can't. Like if there was a, if there was one game that pretty much made it so that Jeff Saturday does not get the get the job. And though I think the team has played a lot better since he's been coaching it, I think it's I think that's going to be the indictment game. That's going to be the game on your resume because you can't you can't have that kind of game on your resume. You know, um, like I always I always say it, and and it may not be true, but I always say it. When teams blow leads, that's the coach's fault. Yes. And that that kind of lead, it's like, sheesh. Like Cousins threw for 417 yards in just the second half. Yeah, yo. Four touchdowns yo. and 400 yards. Like, that's some people, like, you have a great week if you do that in an entire game. Yes, you have a great week. Yeah, four hundred yards and four touchdowns, one interception in the second half. It's just like that's that's an amazing stat line for the second half. And God, I just I like I've I've never really I've never been a fan of Matt Ryan. Like I've never hated him. I just haven't been convinced that he's a decent quarterback. And when Atlanta lost that Super Bowl and now they've lost this game, like I think this is going to be his legacy. Like well, so the, problem the dude is... who lost the Super Bowl 23. Yeah. The guy who lost the 33-0 lead. Yeah. Well, the problem is the Super Bowl, I don't put that I put that more on Shanahan than, than him. Um same thing here. He didn't throw four interceptions to get them back into it. But the problem is how many interceptions did he throw? Uh he threw two in the game, one in the first and one in the second. Yeah, right. So um I think but the problem is, you know how it is. As quarterback, you're going to get you're gonna get the accolades and you're gonna get if, you're gonna get this, the negatives. If, look, if, if this was a close game, I could say that, but you can't Mark's completely right. If you see a team that is beating the brakes off you and they're coming back, even if let's just say the first drive, they come back, and then they score, and you're like, okay, whatever, it's 33-7. And then they do it again, you're like, 33-14. You're like, okay, okay, maybe now we run the hell out of the ball. 39, 38 seconds, 35, even get down to 35 seconds, just in case something – okay, five seconds. So then you're going to run off, even if you don't get a first down, 35 seconds, 35 seconds. 35 seconds, 35 seconds, every single drive. And then you punt, doesn't matter, punt. And then they score again, 35 seconds, 35 seconds, 35. Every single time, if you get a first down, that resets the whole clock. That's nothing to do with Matt Ryan. No, you're right. And they bench up for Nick Foles. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Well, I think you want to see what you have. That's totally fine. Well, because the Saturday was the first coach named Saturday to play on a Saturday, which is which is fine. Well, I think the problem I think the problem is if you're gonna lose I think Matt Ryan, the problem is he hasn't done 
he just hasn't done enough to keep that job. The team is the team has lost games that they shouldn't have lost, not even counting that one. And then Who's you their, add that one. Who were their weapons? Like, well, so that's just well, so I think weapons? the Jonathan well, so Taylor, had, Jonathan Taylor's out for the season. So Taylor, so Taylor is has been out for the season. Yep. And is out for the season, and he's been um in and out of the lineup name, the whole season. Name their name three wide receivers for the Colts. Uh Michael P- my, Michael Pittman, Doolin, and Alec Pierce. Like, yo, well, somebody could win with those dudes. Okay, I, sure. I, you could also say Paris Campbell, but still. Oh, yeah, Paris Campbell. Pittman's the only one really to write about. I don't, I couldn't, if you had a gun to my head right now, I can't tell you who their tight end is. I would say, I would say Dallas Clark again. Mo Ali Cox, but that's hilarious. That's right. (laughs) Or I would say Dwayne Allen, Mark's favorite tight end in the NFL. (laughs) Mark Mark is, that guy's burned Mark in fantasy for all these too many times to count, you know? It's, 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 it's brutal. I mean, you know, and fantasy's brutal. You got Mark. I can you still win on a stat correction? If I could get like a six point stat correction, <laughs> oh, like yes. if one of my like if McCaffrey could get credited for another touchdown that he didn't score, yeah, yeah. sure, I could win. Hold on, let me look at this. I'm I'm a league manager. I can <laughs> let me go back at the scoreboard. Let me. Look. I'm I'm trying to look at the how much time of possession Minnesota had in the second half of that game. Because if if Indy was going to do 34 seconds for like first through fourth down, just for the play clock, not even including the time it takes to run the play and whatever happens during the play, you know, let's just say, let's just round up and call it 40 seconds. Yeah. No. So 40 seconds times four plays. That's about over two and a half minutes per drive and then you you know they scored multiple times let's say you get five six possessions you're talking 13 minutes you're taking that clock down that's an an, almost an entire quarter where you have the ball and you're not letting them touch it at all just because you're running and you're slow playing the thing that's if you're not even first yeah and that's if you're not getting any first downs no it's it's incredible if it got to 21, if it was 33-21, you start slow playing the heck out of that thing and just, you know, dragging it out, dragging it out, you know, hoping that you can get enough first downs. Yeah. But I think that's what happens when you hire a high school football coach who used to be a player to be your team leader. Well, so it's funny. It's funny because... um I don't think I don't think his lack of experience as a coach caused him to lose. I just think I think some coaches just do dumb things. But yeah. this was this was just like this was an entire half. This was 33 points worth of dumb things. Like that just like you just I don't think any of his coaching decisions led to those 33 points. You had the interception, you had a lot of like dumb plays, you had a lot of fumbles, you know, and just you got you locked out. You know, like I think maybe, maybe I'd give him credit for like one touchdown of like actually trying and going out and you know, running your play and doing your thing. 
But other than that, like he really didn't do anything in the first half to coach that team to those 33 points. It just kind of happened. And then in the second half, you know, his coaching led to the utter collapse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the accountability it doesn't even it, it with the Colts right now, it starts with Ursay and ends with him. I mean, you picked Saturday to just fill a role. Uh, you know, uh, he's a friend. Some people think that they're just doing it so he can not secretly tank, but like, hey, this guy doesn't have a lot of experience. Like, let's try to get a top three, top five draft pick or whatever. It is what it is. Um, you know, I mean, I think Jeff Saturday is a good analyst. I don't know how he is a football coach. I know that he coached these guys up. They ran the hell out of the ball. Um, Jonathan Taylor was good until his leg fell off, and now he's useless for me for fantasy going forward. Um, as I push forward in the semifinals, I have the a, a good position here where I have a great quarterback with Joe Burrow, and then my backup is better than Steve's starting quarterback right now because, like I predicted on here and in person, I've told him, his team will go with Jalen Hurts, who is very Hurts right now. And um, I, my back <laughs> is Trevor Lawrence, and he's going to be better than Gardner Minshew or Brock Purdy, who he's rocking. He decided to blow his waiver priority trying to get one of those guys, and good luck with that. Um, and, you know, first game up of the week, we got Jaguars-Jets. I'm not changing. I'm not going. I know I could go Trevor Lawrence against the Jets. Jets have a great defense. I'm not going to change anything. I know Burrow against the Pats is going to be hard on Christmas Eve. I know that's going to be difficult. But also, I've said this before many times, we all hate Thursday night football. Um, we've all benefited from it, but we've also been on the shitty end of it. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to go with with Trevor Lawrence over him, not because I think um that he's going to do poorly i i don't um you know it's a good problem to have where both your quarterbacks are scoring 40 plus in fantasy um bad problem to have if you don't have a backup like steve doesn't care about backup so that's cool we'll see if this uh bites him this week um, i mean thursday night football is like halloween anything can happen of course you know i'm picking the jags to beat the jets um but again it could be easily a 2017 game um i could see you know, um, I could see anything happening. I think I, I could see the Jets hanging in there or even stealing a game here from the Jags, but I, I get Jacksonville this week. Yeah, I'm thinking I think pulls this off if too. Mike White was playing, I would pick the Jets. But I think Zach Wilson is going to have a Zach Wilson game, <laughs> which, you know, it's not going to go well. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that press conference. Yeah, then we got Atlanta against the Ravens on – we got Christmas Eve. We got a slew of games on Saturday, which is great. We got Atlanta uh, going down to uh, Baltimore. Um, I'm not picking Atlanta for the foreseeable future unless they play Houston. Um, so, I mean, to me, that's an easy one. I'm, I'll go Baltimore. Yeah, same. Isaiah loves Atlanta. <laughs> no um well so the thing about it is this was funny if lamar doesn't play i might i think i'm going to atlanta if lamar doesn't play well because i thought tyler huntley was going to look a lot better and he hasn't 
Sure. But again, they, they, they have a decent running game. I think that, you know, as if he's, if he's uh, semi-capable, he's still better than whatever quarterback they're rolling out for Atlanta that week. Right. Well, that's true. They're rolling out the rookie Desmond Ritter because apparently Marcus Mariota said I'm out. Yeah. We had Detroit and against the Panthers. I don't even think that's really a debate. I think Detroit is that one of those fun teams to watch now. Um, you're you're kind of rooting for their their um their their the Croatia of the World Cup for us now. I don't know why Detroit somehow be, has become lovable. Uh, I think it's Dan Campbell. I think that the guys look like they're playing fun. They play for him. Um, they're the anti Colts right now. So you know I'm going I'm going Detroit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if yeah Detroit all day can succeed and just kind of. Be like, hey Stafford, yeah, we, we we love that you won a Super Bowl, but you sucked when you were here, and it was your fault we lost for so many years. <laughs> right, they they always seem to find an easy way to place blame on people, uh, except themselves. <laughs> um, Seahawks at the Chiefs. I, I mean, it, I think there's a possibility. Sorry, Gino, but no, like the the Chiefs are gonna. I'm with you. I think that there's a possibility for at least for a close game till halftime, maybe even third quarter. I think that ultimately in Kansas City, West Coast team, even, you know, I know Missouri is what, they're an hour behind us maybe, or I don't even know. Do they even have clocks in Missouri? I, I'm not even sure. They're the deep south, so um, whatever. Um, Chiefs will win, but I still, I think it'll be a, probably a decent game to watch. Um, and it's funny because the more I look at the schedule, the more I realize there's only four games on Christmas on Sunday, which is wild, right? Um, That's funny. That is wild yeah. um, to Sorry. think about. All Saturday. So um, Saints at Cleveland. <sighs> this is like this is like the college toilet bowl brought to you by Forex. I'm picking Cleveland. Just. Flipped a coin. I mean, I'm, it landed I'm, on tail, so it was Cleveland. I'm going Saints. I don't know why. I think it's because the coin rolled my way, and I thought it said heads. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Chubb, the, he rested yesterday. I think he practiced today. Um, the Browns look like a much shittier team with Watson yes. as their yes, quarterback set. And I don't know. And I get it. They've invested so much money as well as um you know uh, like goodwill from their fans and people that are standing by them despite the watson um deplorable uh, you know nature of of, of that whole thing that they they got to roll with him they're not going to just bench him for jacoby at this point um if they were smart they you know I don't know. I, I they got to see what it, they have of them anyway. Cleveland, but, if they were smart, I know, I know. But like no, I said, yeah, like, exactly. I'm saying, I'm the way I'm thinking is, if I'm Cleveland, you know, they're six and eight. Somehow they're still in it. Guess what? They're six and eight because of Jacoby Brissett, not because of Deshaun Watson. Are you trying to make your playoffs and trying to steal away into the playoffs somehow? You're well, they know trying to fight Houston for the number one pick. Yeah, I mean, they know. Uh, I mean, they have the problem with them. They. They know they're not a Super Bowl team. They know Jacoby, he can help them beat crappy teams. But it's, but they know Jacoby, he's not the answer. 
they put a lot of stuff into a dude who hasn't played quarterback in two years. Sure. So they're going to, I think the idea is get all that rust, get all that rust out now because yeah, I mean, he's going to look different six months from now. He will like, it's impossible, but um, they're going to have games where they're going to have games where like this, where he's just probably going to look like crap. Saints. The problem is the Saints, they should win this game. They're compete. They're still competing for their division. The Saints they- should win this game. Yeah. But I if mean, the they- Saints are smart, they say nothing. And then on Sunday, they put Jameis Winston in a quarterback. They, yes. They, they, have, they have the Cleveland Browns preparing for Andy Dalton all week. They don't have a whisper of it. And then, boom, guess what? You guys are going to be playing against Jameis Winston. Oh, wow, we didn't have film on him, or we had film, but we didn't watch anything because we thought Andy Dalton was going to be. Nope, sorry, he's the backup. Ha-ha. I don't understand, but again. No, that'd be amazing. Amazing. These are two teams that are stupid and don't do what they should do. Um, Houston is another stupid team. I'm not going to spend more than 10 words explaining this game. They're going to get whooped by the Titans. That's all I have to say. That's not. Well, so now I saw something. The rumor has it. No, that um, doesn't no. matter. Tennessee. No, yo, check this out. Check it out. Check it, out check it out. If Thanos you heard, you is heard. up for Houston, <laughs> you heard Tannehill might not play and could potentially be out the year. Okay. Tennessee could not play with a quarterback. They could play ten on eleven and still win. Mark and I have Probably, played right, turkey probably. day football <laughs> games where we could get some of those guys and beat Houston. Yeah, Houston is just um. Well, they're going to be getting the number one pick yes. and a new coach. Yeah, and, v- and Vrabel absolutely hates Houston. He coached there. He's and, trying to get eight and seven. And then in three years after that, they'll have another number one pick and another head coach. Yep. Four years later, they'll have another it's, number yeah. one pick and another head it's coach. so and they'll crazy. Draft another quarterback named Carr or something maybe, like Maybe that. one time they'll get to the playoffs in the next 20 years, but – they're just going to turn into another one of those Cleveland type of teams. Do you remember that? Uh, and I know you do. Do you remember that amazing playoff game that Houston had where they're beating the pants off the Kansas City Chiefs and then they got promptly lost? Where they're, I can't remember how many points they were up on Kansas City. I think they were up like 24 to nothing or 24 to three or something. I think you just described all of the Houston's playoffs. <laughs> they started off stomping <laughs> people, Kansas, but then they lost. They're beating Kansas City, and then they just decided to, like, oh, wait, we forgot we have football to play. I think that might have been Alex Smith. I don't remember. Alex Smith, their quarterback. Then we got Bengals, Patriots again. I think. You know, the popular pick for a lot of people, they're going to go Cincinnati all day. They don't think the Patriots have fight. Belichick, usually in bad losses like that, they come back. They're going to fight. They're going to play for each other. Pat still have an outside chance. They need help. I, you know, I think it, you know, I think that, I think Foxborough faithful are going to be pissed off and amped up on Christmas Eve. I, I, I see the Pats by seriously like 24, 23. No, I think that's, I mean, I, I just think, um, uh, since he has looked really good recently, um, they won a lot of games. I think this is one of those they lose. That's it. I don't think any like I don't think there's some teams in the the, the league you question their fight. I think the Patriots is not one of those teams. Like they definitely compete every single week, but 
they're competing out of their weight class this week. Like they're trying to go up a couple of, of couple of classes. It's gonna be like 33 to 10 if Patriots can score a touchdown. Like I mean, it, I don't think it's gonna be close at all. I mean, the X factor here for the Pats, really, honestly, is who who are they gonna? They always look at it. If you look at what they do, is they always go, "Let me take away your 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 main guy. Let, let's take away. Let's okay." They held Devonte Adams to four catches for twenty eight yards. Yeah, but then they, and but then, and he didn't beat him. He didn't yeah, beat. But, them. They ended up beating yeah, themselves. Let's be real. Yeah, but they let Justin Jefferson run rough shot. I think it could go 50-50. I think they're not gonna be way. able to stop Jamar Chase. No, of course. Like, so if they if Jamar Chase is 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 on par with 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 both of them. If if it's somewhere in the middle, then you have to stop T. Higgins or Boyd. You have to you have to stop yeah. one, but you probably really have to stop both of them. Um, I just don't think the game is gonna go. I don't think the game is gonna go in that direction. So I don't think they'll have to necessarily like, I don't think it's going to just, I don't think it's going to go that way. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, I think somehow I think it's just going to be one of those games that just favors them in their game script. So they don't have to, they're not in the position where they can get blown out or anything. Yeah. I don't think, I think, I think it'll be interesting. Again, if it's a chase game, I could see him get either one or two things. He could get, 12 catches for 130 yards with no scores at all, move the ball, help them move the ball. And then they shut down the run game or whatever as they get closer or, or hold them to field goals. Or you see it where they have, he has three catches for three touchdowns, you know, So but, I think 12, 12 catches for 120 something yards. That's like a down game for Jamar chase. Like normally it's like 10 catches, two touchdowns, 180 to 200 yards. Goodness gracious. Those are his like I had him last year helping me win a championship. The guy's amazing. I think with a couple of injuries this year, you know, missed out on a bulk of some of those passes. Uh this guy's gonna be number one receiver. Like him and Justin Jefferson are the future at receiver in this league. Um I don't think there's anyone on the Patriots who can stop him. Uh, that's defense is sixth overall. I mean, they're no, they're no, I mean, they're, they're no slouches. I mean, they, they are truly a bend don't break, but like you said, you can't, how is it a Jefferson game or is it a Devonte Adams game? Can they, can they have a, another Devonte Adams game following a Devonte Adams game? Is that, is that only uh they need to yeah. that or do they just kind of run that, run that same um type of defense? Um, that it's not the same offense. I mean, Joe Burrow, David Carr is not Joe Burrow. Let's be real, right? I mean, no, not at all. God, Joe Burrow's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Derek Carr is never going to sniff probably the playoffs for the rest of his career. The closest he'll ever get to the Super Bowl is when it comes to Vegas, because he lives there. <laughs> He, he can be that awkward kind of like Russell Wilson was last year in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna shine about how great of a guy this guy is over here. Let's ride. Be like, oh, <laughs> great, Derek Carr, wonderful. What a great ambassador for the game. What a you know what a gentleman of the year. Let's give him you know let's give him an award for Welcome you know being such a swell guy. 
Like, how does team do? Oh, we don't want to talk about that. Talk about that. Well, you got the Giants, Vikings. Okay. Do you think? Do you think the Vikings have already fulfilled their their destiny? Uh, Do you think they're overhyped? Do you think? Do you think they're better than their record or worse than their record? Or do you think the Giants can really actually just kind of give them a wake up call? I think the Giants have been fading. I think it'll be close in the first half, um, but I think Minnesota will just start kind of stretching out a little bit. Yeah. And they'll just be a little too much. Giants won't be able to answer, and they'll just kind of put it away. This is the thing. This is the way that I usually think, right, when you look at games in the NFL, okay? Vikings clearly were better than than the Colts, right? Maybe they slept on them, but they slept on them for only half. Like, let's give them the credit. They did come back, okay? I don't think that they're going to let a better team, which I agree, they're the, the Giants absolutely fading. I don't think that they're going to let that happen. So I think that the I think that the Vikings are going to start out much faster. I don't think that bodes well for the Giants at all. I don't think yeah. that they keep up. I think that 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 the Vikings. I definitely think that you know again the point differential we talked about it last week. They had a negative one point differential for the on the season, which is insane. Um, I think that they're still going to, I think they're going to beat them. They'll probably beat them by two touchdowns. Easily. Yeah. Well, because the Gi- the Giants, they're just not built to keep up with the scoring. No, they're not. Now, now we got, we got your, your, this is, this is funny. We get, we get <laughs> all of a sudden it's like Isaiah seems to be a Bears fan because he loves his boy, Justin Fields. So we I get, do. I do. Mr. Mr. Um, Pro Bowl snub, uh, Justin Fields didn't make it. Um, but he's going against and hosting the Bills. Do, do they have a shot at beating the Bills and hosting them? Hold on. Do the Bills know the way to get to Chicago? We'll find out. <laughs> if the Bills can get to Chicago and can get to Shoulders Field, then now yeah, the here's no here's now one of the hold things. On, hold that, on, um, another bomb cyclone set. I know. I heard. Chicago. I heard it's supposed to be like that. I think so. I think the I think the Bills have won quite a few games this year that should that they shouldn't have won. I think that Miami game they should have lost, and because they won that game, I think this week is a game that doesn't go their way. You know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I kind of I'm with I'm. I'm with both of you because I'm with Mark. If they show up, you know that that Buffalo can score. But there's something sneaky about the Bears. I think weather, no matter what, especially for these teams, they're both cold weather teams. I think that's truly the equalizer. When you have a bad team and a good team, I think that's where you have something that can kind of meet them in the middle. Um, So I think with Buffalo, you mentioned how they barely beat Miami. They barely beat Miami at home. But then they barely lost to them down in Miami. They only lost it by two points in Miami early in That's the season. Yeah, and then they they also split their season with the Jets. You know, I think they're in division rivalry. Like you know these teams, you play them twice a year. You have film on them. You know these guys. So if Buffalo is going to lose to anyone, it's going to be people in their own division. Other than the, the 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 Dolphins, the Jets, and then Minnesota in overtime. Is who they've lost to. Like everyone else. Oh, I forgot they lost to Minnesota. I yeah. forgot about that. Remember they fumbled. 
I mean, you think about it. I mean, I, I this weather, this weather could do anything. I'm gonna go. But Buffalo's a cold weather team. Like you can't tell me the weather's going to affect them. No, no, no. I think it'll affect the game, right? I think it'll affect them equally. I think that that's why you have guys that can fumble the ball. I think the ball will be hard to throw for both teams. Um, and then you come back down to defense. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, Justin Fields is one of those guys that he's been coming on lately. Is you talking about the Giants fading? Yeah. Fields has just kind of been, you know, rising. I know they're a three and 11 team, um, but there's who a else reason. On, who else on the team can actually help Justin Fields. Because he's great, no doubt about it. But to me, he seems like Jalen Hurts without a team. <laughs> he is Jalen Hurts. He's Jalen Hurts team. playing on a college team at the professional <laughs> level. Yeah. yeah the, like, if they got... were to switch places, uh, are, there, are there records any different than they are right now? I mean, no, maybe the Bears God. have one or two more wins. But they're pretty much, you know, they're in the same spot. You're 100% correct. No, I mean, the, the, this the is thing- also a what they call a trap game for the bills. That's that's yeah. plus again, weather again. I think it's that equalizer. I don't, I don't, uh, again, I don't think it favors anyone. The, a really good thing though, is, I mean, the bears, the bears are number one in rushing the ball. Uh, you never would have guessed that. I wouldn't have. Well, it's but, because Justin Phil doesn't know what to throw to. So he runs all the time. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's true. That's true. Now, now you ready for this stat. They're number one rushing the ball. They're number 32 in passing it. I have there's no one no way any team in the history of the NFL has gone this late that is that. So you're telling me we just have to stop them rushing the ball. Okay. Um okay, I I completely forgot this guy's name because that's how amazing of a patriot who he was. <laughs> the receiver that we traded to the Bears in the offseason. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. And Nikhil Harry. The Bears are like, they're like, yes. We want that guy on our team. Right. That's the standard they have for the receivers on their team. <laughs> They're like, yes, we see something in him. We could use him on our team. If like, if that's your judge of talent, then you obviously has no one to throw to. I forgot that I was following him on Instagram the other day, and he popped back up, and he posted like a catch that he made like two weeks ago. Now, if you're doing that, that's because you only caught something two weeks ago. Yeah. You're not not making every catch. Justin Jefferson can post anything any given week. Um, I agree. I think the Bears are one of those teams that can beat teams that that are, you know, have a handful of wins. And I mean that, a handful, like five wins. They could beat that team, you know. I don't think they beat the Bills. I think it'll be closer than we all think it will be, right? Yeah. I think it'll be like a 20, well, I think the, 28, 28, 21 I think the Cyclone thing, I think that I think the weather's going to play a big factor in that game. Sure, and I believe, believe me, that favors a running team. Uh, but at the same time, the Bills are eighth in the league in rushing. So they're not far behind. It's not like the Bills are yeah. like, 18th or 23rd yeah but they're eighth yeah but they're eighth in rushing because of josh allen that's correct (laughs) so one of these quarterbacks is who doesn't want to get hit when it's cold out because when it's cold out and you're running that shit hurts a lot more yeah um i I said all of that to just go with mark i'm going with buffalo but (laughs) 
by more than again i think it'll be a 28 21 that'll be it but i think that they'll end up probably scoring late to kind okay. of make it closer or look closer than it really is okay um, so you know the got- bears do not have a wide receiver who has more than two receiving touchdowns this season yeah Com- uh, cole Komet has five i think yeah he, but he's the tight end right? yeah he's the tight end yeah That's- they have Let's see one, two, three, four, five, six Mark, wide receivers. Well with either one or two or well zero. Mark, they spread the ball around. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're right. looking at. So it. what? How? What week is this? Seven. Sixteen. 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 So you take away the five receiving touchdowns that Komet has. That's eleven. That's 11 receiving touchdowns in 15 weeks. You got to remember, Justin. That's Phillips. not spreading the ball around. That's like, <laughs> look, <laughs> that's like, yeah, eventually the sun will shine. Justin Fields had like 32 yards passing in one game in the beginning of the season. It was a in the beginning play. of the season, about the first month of the season. I don't think they, I don't think he threw more than 10 like times said, a game. Like I said, I think he's a good quarterback. I still don't think he's better than Mac Jones. I think Mooney is leading the receiving core in yards. Guess how many yards he has <laughs> on the uh, season 532. Lower. Wow. 432. 332. 493. Wow. <laughs> With with forty receptions, sixty one targets. So wow, he's catching. Terrible. He's catching two thirds of the passes the that are thrown thirds. to him. Goodness and he's only averaging like he's getting. So let's just round up five hundred yards in fifteen games. Can on you two, imagine on catching two thirds? No, so remember Mooney hasn't. Remember Mooney hasn't played in like a month though. So twelve. So twelve games. He's played twelve games. 500 yards. He's still, Mark said, he's still dropping a third of his catches. Yeah, yeah. A that's... third. That means I'm a quarterback. I throw it to you three times. One of those you fucking drop. <laughs> We're not talking nine out of 10 or even eight out of 10. That means that every third one you drop, you're a you're an NFL player. Don't drop the ball. So he's he's the he's the leading receiver on their team is averaging three and a half receptions. And 40 yards a game. Wouldn't land on anyone's uh, fantasy team. Like, little. I'm pretty sure I could do that on an NFL team. <laughs> probably. Probably could. But not yeah. on the Bears. Uh, not, on the, not on the Bears, though. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got the Washington Commanders um, against the, the 49ers. And Brock Purdy, who's going to look to go 3-0. Mr. Relevant now. No, 3 0. Isn't he? Wouldn't he be 4 0? Really? No, he didn't start that game. He won. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably uh, got a save. They'll give him the save for that game. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh what is it? A hold? Did he come in with a lead? Yeah. Yeah. Win yeah. Over. Then it's a save. Um, You know, 49ers to four o'clock game. I can't go against 49ers, really. I think they're good. The question is does Steve, um, does Steve go with Minshew or Brock Purdy? Does he go with a guy who was picked last and is looking for his third game against a great defense, or is he going against the Eagles? Um, going to go with his boy Minshew against the, the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Whoever he picks, he's going to pick wrong. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah that kind of those kind of picks never go, never go 
the way you expect. Um, biggest problem with um, with uh, the commanders is every time you expect the defense to play well, they play like crap. Um, I expect the Niners to to pummel them. I wouldn't be surprised. It's dumb, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Carson Wentz. Yeah, I I wouldn't either. I think I think Heineke is. I still I I love Heineke. I don't I don't think that it's just. I think I don't know, man. I you know I think Rivera said that you know if I think if they lose this, then they're gonna they're gonna make think about making a change. I think that that's smart because then you'd have what back to back, um, and then and then you go see if you can make a change and try to still squeak it, but. Um, 49ers I'm not I don't really think that that's I don't think it's going to be I think it'll be a great game I just don't think that uh, Washington is going to hang and we get Philly Sons Jalen Hurts against the Cowboys against you got Minshew again against Dallas I'm picking Cowboys in this one for the simple oh, really? fact that you know Jalen Hurts is the Philadelphia offense, yes. yep. you know twenty-two passing, thirteen rushing, he's their leading passer and rusher. Yep, you know, I, I, I'm the same reason. I like Dallas. I love I love Minshew. I think he's a great quarterback. He, I yeah. think he's starting. I think that he's going to need at least. At least, if Hertz was out for more than a week, I think that no matter who they play next week, I think I probably would favor uh, the Eagles. But uh, for this, I, I got to go with Dallas. I think that um, I'm, you know, Dal- Dallas is just an opportunistic defense. Well, uh, Dallas really needs this game too. I mean, they, they need they, it. They really do. Um, I think they'll play well. Um, I think. I think uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take Dallas by three. I think. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'll probably 28-24, you know. Um Raiders coming off that mm, whatever uh, uh, uh playing at the Steelers. What a great Christmas Eve 8-15 game for us. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm going with uh I'm going with the Steelers. Steelers. I'm going with Steelers too. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sunday uh Christmas at one o'clock. This is so weird, dude. Having all these games uh, like this, Do we we there's only four games, so we get the Packers at the Dolphins. I, I, I saw enough of the Packers on Monday Night Football to know that they're hot dog mess, and that's not that does not mean attractive dog mess. Dog mess is probably the grossest word I can think of. Um, I think I think Tua and them Tua was a snub from the Pro Bowl. I think he's going to show everyone that nope, I am a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's going to stick it in Aaron Rodgers' face and just bury it in, in his chest on Christmas Eve, and that's what his Christmas present is. Yeah, I'm all about the Dolphins. Um, I love Mike McDaniel. Um, he's awesome. I think. I think. Uh, I thought. I really thought he he let that. Bills game get away from them. If your if your running back has a hundred yards rushing in the first half, mm-hmm. I mean not the quarter. first half, the first quarter, and then he finishes the game with one thirty six, you screwed up. I can't yeah. believe you brought that up with Mark in the room here. I think I, we're not going to talk about oh the like, most. Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry, Mark. 
it's just tough, man. It's just so. It's okay. Still, yeah, but still, it's. Just, I mean, yeah, no. Um, Why'd you have to bring up Mostert, Isaiah? You should have gone to Tyreek. Or no, or- gosh. Because well, because the thing about it is, it, it it just really seemed like, and some of the smart coaches do that. They let they outcoast themselves. Well, and it feels it like that's point, what like, it was. He got the hundred in the first quarter, and I'm checking the fantasy stat line. And I thought he got hurt. Like, I'm checking the injury. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. in the second quarter, it's like his line was staying the same. It's like, all right, they just they just they just didn't play him in the second quarter. Like, what's going on? He wasn't even getting any carries. It's not like he was like, oh, his carries are jacking up. He's just not getting the yards anymore. No, they just decided like, okay, 100 yards in a quarter. You're fine. We're going to try to do something different now. Yes, that's what it was. I mean, literally, um, in the second half, there were quite a few – um, third and shorts, and they went let to a pass it. What? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, um, yeah. I mean, the, snow, the whole snowball thing. I mean, I saw multiple snowballs coming in from the fans. They thought they were funny. You know, they they were announced that you know if you throw a, a snowball and it hits a dolphin, then you're going to get fifteen yards. I think that 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 happens twice. I think that you 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 tell them straight up you're going to forfeit the game. I think that's classless, and not only could someone super get super classless. I think not only could someone get hurt, but again, refs miss calls all the time when they're paying attention. Um, when it's when it's snowing and there's snow coming down, they're easily going to miss that sort of stuff. I think that's just, I think it's yeah. classless. You know, I think that um, Bills mafia 100%. as as a fan base, uh, I think they're great for what they do for charitable things when they come out and they try to help fans or 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 families or organizations that need it i think they're awesome like that i think that they are so desperate to try to be and have this identity that's somewhere between shitty eagles fans and the shitty black hole (laughs) that they've found their niche and um they're really just they're 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 trash um, no, I mean, I'm sure they have good. I'm sure they have sure. good fans, sure, but the, the but there they're... were clowns out there, and the clowns out there always have the value raised to them. Police, and it, it was think, just terrible. I think that's kind of indicative of the society we're in. It's everyone looks at the jackasses. Like a couple of years ago, when Kyrie came back to play the Celtics as a part of the Brooklyn Nets, and he said, "You know, oh, Boston's racist. The fans are assholes." And then he showed up to the game, and what did they do except prove him correct? Because some yes. idiot, who probably wasn't a Celtics fan, just whatever, decided to throw something at him. Because yes. how is that going to do anything except prove his point? Yep. And again, and again, it's not even the majority of the fans. It's not like fifty or a hundred or thousand or two thousand fans it's started. Just, it's the taking. one, the one guy who throws the snowball and makes. Sure. All the Bills fans look like mm-hmm. a-holes. Yep. yep. You know, it's it, it's 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 crappy, but you know, um, so are the Bills fans. Um, next, speaking of crappy, we get your um, Denver Broncos Isaiah, uh, against the Rams. I think Baker's gonna get off the Schneid. I think they're gonna come back and and they're gonna they're gonna trounce your Broncos. Um, you know, I, I still could have seen them even somehow beating Green Bay. I thought they they would have, but um, um, I'm not worried about it this right. week. It's the 4:30 game. I'm gonna flip a coin right now to pick this game. What are you, what you, you know, 
I, would, I can't I, I can't I pick would, against my Broncos, it, but you know, it, at this point, go heads, go Denver. Actually, no, who's at home? Rams. All right, heads will be the home team. Rams. Tails will be the Broncos. It's heads. I pick the Rams. That's. I I think the Rams. I think they're better. I think I think they get. I think they get a better coaching staff. If if you look at all the other things that are equal, I can't even tell you who um, the Broncos quarterback is. It Ripian. It's Ripon. Okay, well, if well, it might be. I mean, Russ might. I mean, they said okay. Russ okay. could be back, but does it really matter? Look, if it, if it's Russ, then absolutely the Rams win. If it's Ripon, the Rams probably win. But it, even if you put this into a vacuum, <laughs> and you just put the coaches against each other, arm wrestling, thumb wrestling, um, doing twister, it's the Rams all day. I'm going to go with the better coaching staff. I want to see the two coaches play a two-hour round of Mario Party to see which one of them will win the game. Hackett wouldn't Sir. even know what to do with a controller. They would crush him. Um, True. We got, we got the Brady against the Cardinals, which I'm sure this at one point looked like a really great game with Murray against, you know, the out with the old and with the new. Uh, uh-huh. Buccaneers are still trying to win their division. Um, I can't see the Cardinals really doing anything here. Um, that's that's yeah, Bucks all day. All on Christmas. That'll be a fun fun game to watch um wow yeah so i was actually wrong there's only three games on christmas the so other like the thanksgiving schedule yeah. early afternoon late afternoon evening yeah yeah Makes sense. So that's, that, that's cool um so i mean i'm i'm going the bucks i'm going the bucks all day yeah uh you know brady will probably get sacked a few times sure. like jj watt like it'll be one of those you know 18 to 14 style games where Brady looks like garbage, like everything this season, one touchdown, one interception, 207 yards passing. And then the bucks barely beat them. Or, or it'll be your nightmare. It'll be Brady throws for 500 yards, five touchdowns. (laughs) He he receives the touchdown. (laughs) It doesn't help you this week, sadly, um, because he's not most dirt. And not, you know, Brady would not be able this year. He would not be able to score that many touchdowns in two games. Right. It's true. Yes. Monday night football. We get the chargers at the Colts. I, I don't, I I don't, I don't think, I mean, you know, I've always thought Herbert was the, I mean, I love Herbert. I think the Chargers do what they do. I mean, I think that I think the Colts are just going to be one of those teams. I think they're the in a lot of ways, Detroit, they fight. I mean, they're like Detroit from last year. The Colts are. They fight and fight, but they're not winning anything. Again, I think the Colts will fight a bit, but I don't think they can keep pace with the Chargers. I, I you know, I preseason, I picked Herbert to be the MVP. Um, and he probably would have been if everyone stayed healthy around him. Um, and I know that's easy to say for a lot of teams, but um it's true. I don't. I I see the Colts again, probably like kind of shaking the rust off from what the hell happened in the second half of the, the game against um, the Vikings this week. But I don't really see the ending close. They might they might keep it close in the beginning, but I I see the Chargers probably thirty eight to fourteen or thirty eight to twenty. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 
even even if Matt Mark's favorite guy Matt Ryan doesn't play and they go they end up going with um Foles, you know. As well, much as I would enjoy magic. seeing Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles win the game. That'd be awesome. Um, it just the the only other game the Colts have a chance to win this season is the last game against Houston. They're going to lose yes. this week. They're going to lose next week to the Giants. Yep. Like they're going to get a top five pick. Yep. Yeah. They're going to you try know, to and, convince Andrew Luck to come back. And sometime. hopefully <laughs> both Matt Ryan and Nick Foles retire after the season. Right, right. And the, the Colts can get themselves a nice new shiny quarterback in the draft. Yeah. That's it, man. That's we, funny. I, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. I, it's very interesting how they did this schedule with the Saturdays. Um, all these games, I'm, I'm really surprised by that. I, I, again, it's Christmas. I, you know, I know. I think it probably has something to do with the NBA. Loves basketball games on. Oh, Christmas. the NBA. Yeah, the NBA. The NBA has their primetime games on Christmas. But, you're right. You know, I wouldn't I be surprised if there's some something in the collecting bargaining agreement with the Players Association limiting the amount of games on holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I can see that. But like, hey, on, you know, because they have the three games on Thanksgiving. I'm sure that Players mm-hmm. Association put something in, in the case that, you know, Christmas is on a Sunday. We don't want to have, you know, we don't want to have 12 to 14 games on that Sunday. Like let's let's yeah. fix that crap. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, I've never seen anything like this before. You know what I mean? I mean, again, this is weird, isn't it? Like Sunday football with three primetime games, but again, it's Christmas, and they and they primetime is going to go up against the NBA. They're not they're not doing this to cave to the NBA. Believe me, they don't give a shit about. No, anything. they don't give a shit. Yeah, well, they I mean, don't. NBA. No matter who's playing, they're they, not going to do. They don't do. And NBA doesn't do NFL numbers. That's not a thing. No, no. And it's it's kind of a filler. It's like, well, what game you got? Oh, I got I get the I get the um you know the Broncos Rams uh, whatever. Like we're, we're not going to watch that on Sunday in the middle of the day. So let me watch Celtics Lakers or whoever might be playing at 3:30 or whatever. Um but it'll be a good week. You know, I got a tough matchup in fantasy. Um uh, out of our podcast, I'm last Dan standing. I uh I you know the 1 2 3 and 4s all one for the first time and i don't know how many seasons i have a tough matchup um I, you know i'm going against scott who's got three amazing wide receivers mm-hmm. aaron Rodgers is his quarterback who can do anything you never know i mean i know it's a down year for him and brady whatever but you know i still don't ever put anything past um him he's got a good overall team he's got ramondre stevenson um i you know, I get I get my hands full this week. So, oh yeah, no, Good it's luck. gonna be intense. I um, so the last time Christmas was on a Sunday was 2016. The NFL only had two games on actual Christmas. Yeah, twelve of their games was on the Saturday before. Mm. So I'm guessing it's okay. I'm not sure if they I'm not sure if they put in the consideration or whether it's part of the their agreement. But it must be yeah, pretty standard. Right. But also, thing, they only they only used to do two Thanksgiving games. Probably gonna... now they realize they can do, you know, yes, uh, early afternoon, late afternoon, evening, and you know, it's they get more ratings than if they were to only do two. 
think yeah. about this christmas is one of the biggest travel holidays for everyone right even you know interstate whatever think of how many fans would not be going to that game i mean christmas eve i'm not going to the game because i want to be home with with, with my little guy right so i you know i'm sending steve and his son to the game um again don't listen to this beforehand um he can but you know i don't want to spoil a christmas present so i'm gonna have to send him a disclaimer um but but yeah i i, I originally when i saw the game pop up in the season i'm like i don't want to be away on christmas eve um i have a five-year-old i'm trying to do you know christmas traditions and stuff that you know we're, we're doing but um other than that you know i i bet you that think of all the families that have to be away from their families if they're going to be doing that on Christmas. I don't, I don't think that it's, it's, it's probably a little everything. It's probably collective bargaining agreement, but also it's probably yeah. the ownership. It's probably, they don't, the, you know, how many fans would, would not make it. They, they probably also don't want to see yeah. half empty stadiums. Not that they will, but I mean, yes. I know what you mean. Yeah. Who knows? All right, but. yo. All right. On that note, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Oh, this is weak. 16 is in the books. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy yeah, holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Second holidays. day of Hanukkah today, right? Uh, that sounds right, but I don't know. Eight crazy nights, baby. Cool. All right, I got to watch that. All right, I'm getting out of here. All I'm right. Isaiah. I'm Dan. I'm Mark. All right. Oof, in the books. 